0: to Madrid
1: to the Champions League final.
0: Leicester's very own fantastic Mr. Fox Arsenal
2: are walking in a
1: winter wonderland what a turnaround the punch
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Slapcast. Today, we are here with Episode 9, and we're here without Josh, again, our beloved Josh, out doing bigger and better things in the world. Um, we love you, Josh, if you're listening. Uh, but we are here with Ethan and Reese. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Good, how are you? How are you? Nice. <laughs> Excellent. Um, missing Josh, but you know how it goes. We don't mm-hmm. have a guest just because we had some uncertainties about scheduling this week. Uh so it is just the three musketeers back at it again.
0: So let's get cracking. Alright, so we're just gonna give some brief mentions to uh some of the things that went on in the Champions League. So um starting off City uh very comfortable win over Dynamo Zagreb. 2-0, easy peasy. Um yeah, they're they're gonna win all their games in the group.
2: Yeah, they might go eighteen points. Uh Although they, they have shown some vulnerability in the Premier League, so you never know. Uh, and now moving on to the worst result I can remember since being a Spurs fan. Um, two uh, Spurs 2, Bayern Munich 7. And, okay, in all honesty, 7-2 does flatter Bayern a little bit because in the first 30 minutes, we absolutely tore them apart. But we weren't clinical I mean, we easily could have been winning 4 0, but we weren't clinical with our chances. Um, and so we only had one. And then Byron scored twice before the break. And it just, it really went downhill from there. Um, Serge Gnabry with the two goals in quick succession. That really knocked the wind out of us. Uh, and after that, I mean, Spurs kind of just gave up. It was one of the. Like laziest performances I've seen in a long time, and to be fair to Bayern, the finishes that they had were cracking. Most of them were cracking goals. Yeah. Uh, particularly the seventh one from Gnabry was an excellent goal. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely not a good look for Spurs. That's that's the first time we've ever conceded seven, and it was at home, in the new stadium. So that's a result that will go down in infamy forever. And I'm gonna save the majority of my. Spurs jargon for the next match review but yeah, very very unfortunate result for Spurs. Just got outclassed on the day and outworked, really.
0: Yeah, I see I mean there's a lot of Arsenal players, I'm Arsenal fans like making fun of Spurs but I mean we, we it's not it, it's not uncommon for anybody can get destroyed by Bayern on any day. They're just a great team. And I I think most of the credit goes to Byron. Obviously, uh, you are mentioning that it was a little bit of a lazy performance from Spurs. But I, I think that, um, yeah, Byron are just a great team. So it can happen to anybody.
2: They are. And we were helped out a little bit as far as our standing in the group because Red Star beat Olympiakos, uh, So that helps our standing in the group. So assuming we beat – well, I mean, I shouldn't even assume. But if we beat Red Star at home, we'll be back in the mix. Um if Bayern get a result against Olympiacos, which we should hope that they do. So, yeah, I'll save the rest of that for later, but just nauseating.
1: All right, moving on to Liverpool, four, Red Bull, Salzburg, three. And um, interesting enough, uh, Salzburg, not their star youngster,
0: Although he was the one who equalized for them,
1: he did, he yeah. three three. But he he
2: didn't start because he had a minor a minor knock from the pre- their last uh, league game, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, I so. remember seeing that. But um, uh, Red Bulls youngsters looked really well too. I forgot the other two's names that scored, but um, they looked really good on the ball. So maybe we'll uh,
0: me, Mina Mina something. Uh, they were both. I'll check
1: Asian. So
0: it was the same guy, I think. Uh, no, no, no it, it, was it was Hwang Hee-chan
2: and Takumi Minamino. Oh, I thought Minamino scored twice. Maybe he got an assist.
1: I think yeah, he assisted possibly, the first goal. Yeah. So.
2: yeah, so the South Korean uh, international, Hong Hee-chan, and then uh, Japanese youngster, Takumi Minamino. And then, obviously, uh, Erling Holland with the uh, equalizer. So this game actually saw Liverpool go up 3-0, and then... Uh, Uh, Red Bull equalized to make it 3-3, but then Sala scored in the 69th minute. Nice. And uh, made it 4-3, and that was how it stayed. So... A a bit of a classic in a game that you kind of wouldn't expect it to be. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Alright, so, moving on to the final Champions League match. Um, It was Chelsea getting a a win against Lille away, um, 2-1 in that game. Um... Yeah, I mean, Chelsea. I think they they looked a little shaky in their opening match, but um, yeah, they getting the job here and um, also getting the job done in the weekend.
2: Yeah, good encouraging signs, I think, for Chelsea. Really, because a lot of people, including myself, were very skeptical of Lampard's tactics. Um, and, but it, I mean, to be fair to him, it's actually worked out pretty well, both uh, in the Europa League aside from the Valencia match, obviously. But in this game, I think he he largely got it right. Um, And then in the Premier League, obviously, it's been working particularly well. So, Lille are not off to a good start this season after losing the majority of their first team in the transfer market. So, I think worrying signs for them, for sure. And this will not be an easy season in the Champions League uh, for them. So, very unfortunate on that front. And, yeah, let's move on to the Europa League.
1: So, moving on, focusing on the English clubs in the Europa League. Besiktas uh lost 1-0 uh, to Wolves. And um I think it came through Willy Bolly in the last minute. It did, yeah. Extra time. So It was that a stinks.
2: bit of a bizarre goal, really. Yeah, uh, yeah. Besiktas sort of just stopped marking him.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't even with his head. No,
2: it? It, yeah, he sort of like came through and took two touches and then slotted it in
1: the yeah, bottom not, corner. Not used to seeing defenders score with their feet, but interesting enough. But stinks for Besiktas. You know, they were keeping it nil-nil the whole game, maybe get a point from it, but the Wolves were able to break through in the last minute.
2: Yeah, another team, by the way, that's struggling, Besiktas, they are in, I think, 15th or 16th in the Turkish League right now. Uh, wow. Let me double-check, let me fact-check myself. 12th. Um, don't come
1: to don't come to Besiktas
2: which no don't what okay this is a bizarre turkish league table let's take a quick hiatus from looking at results real quick the top four in the turkish league right now are alanya spore siva spore trabzon spore and kanya spore so trabzen
1: Spor, come on boys yeah is on loan um, there.
2: <laughs> and i uh, also isn't sturridge there as well
1: yeah they signed him yeah that, that's how they scored one sturridge crossed it into Surlot. so oh really crazy. yeah
2: nice Yeah, so a lot of the big boys not doing too well. Fenerbahce in fifth. Um, Basakshah here in sixth. Galatasaray in tenth. And Besiktas, as we mentioned, all the way down in twelfth. So, yeah. (laughs) Just a random little tidbit there about the Turkish league. Shout out to Daniel. Um, He's not listening, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, moving on. United, troubling signs for them again. Failing to do away with AZ Alkmaar uh, from the Dutch League. Uh, It ended up being nil-nil. And United, of course, didn't play their full first team. They rested a lot of players. But still, I think... I mean, this is another one of those results that could end up being a nail in Solskjaer's coffin. uh, Because, yeah, I mean, just not a good look for them.
0: Yeah, if you're going to rest players, you've got to... You've got to win the game. Like, it, it looks bad when you rest players and lose, particularly because it's like, oh, well, then you shouldn't have rested your players. Right. Like, I don't know. This is this really is an – it's kind of embarrassing, to be honest. Nothing to say against the opposition, but, I mean, I, I've never heard of them.
2: Yeah, so honest. they um, – actually, fun fact, that was where Vincent Anson came from. Yeah. Is that Elkmar? Um, yeah, United did not play with a recognized striker on the pitch in this game. Which is bizarre. Uh, Daniel James actually played up top, uh, really? supported play, by uh, wingers of Gomez. Well, Greenwood. Greenwood played on the right on the right side, which oh, I think is weird. it's I think is actually his preferred position, if I'm correct. But he's been playing through the middle because they don't have any other strikers. Uh, because uh, Martial's injured and Rashford was rested in this game. Um, Lindelof also picked up an injury, which ended up uh, proved to be an issue for. United in the game on Sunday, which we'll get onto in a little bit. Um, but yeah, troubling signs for Solskjaer and troubling signs for United. That's basically my only consolation as a Spurs fan right now is that United are even worse than us, which is impressive.
0: (laughs) So it just makes, makes me happy. Yeah. Well, cool. (laughs) Moving on to things (laughs) that make me happy. Uh, Arsenal winning four nil against, uh, standard Liège and, uh, yeah, it was great game from the youngsters. Um, Martinelli uh, scoring two. Probably should have had a hat trick. He had a couple of chances that could have gone in. But, uh, yeah, scored two. Um, Joe Willick getting on the score sheet, I believe. Yeah, he did. And Ceballos getting his first goal for the club as well. Um, Tierney got an assist this game. Um, Holding in Bellerin played as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited with the way things are going. I think that back line coming back is gonna make us even better, and it's great to see the the young players doing well,
2: yeah, this is like the return of the dead from for Arsenal's perspective, yeah, like I mean it's obviously good to see um the back line back to full strength for um for the results up or for the matches upcoming. Martinelli looks a player by the way
0: He's, he does yeah
2: he is uh scored in the he scored against Nottingham as well, okay. didn't he too right. Uh, Yeah, he did. Yeah, so, yeah, good stuff from Martinelli. Good stuff from Willick. Obviously, Willick, um, I've been pretty impressed with him this season. Uh, And obviously, Bukayo Saka, who got the start again in the Premier League, right? Um, uh, Yeah, he did. And obvi- I don't think he played in this game, or if he did, he came on as a sub. But, no, he wasn't in the squad. But either way, I mean, impressive stuff from the Arsenal youth, who have really been stepping up in this time. In a season that, you know... Um, was really sort of, I guess, um, how would you say, Reese? Like, you didn't exactly know what to expect from this season. Yeah. Um, the youngsters I didn't know what to expect, really...
0: and it's, it's really a – it's it's an important season. This might be our most important season in I don't know
2: how long. Yeah. So good to see that the youngsters are stepping up and taking um,
0: the mantle, sort of. Yeah, we got some some leaders in those youngsters, too. Gendouzi really um, – Seeming like a player as well. Genduser, uh,
2: he is something else.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: it pains me to say, but he is something else.
0: So, did yeah, he get um, called up
2: to the France squad again? I'm curious. Um,
0: I'm not sure. I, I know he didn't play last time he got called up, which is no, a little yeah, disappointing, but... but it's always nice to see. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, I'm going to Google that quickly. Okay, actually.
2: So while you're searching for that, um, we will transition into... Um, the Premier League match reviews and start with... Uh, okay, I said the Byron result was the worst result that I can remember. This this is actually the worst result that I can remember in my time at like as a Spurs fan. Uh, three Losing 3-0 to Brighton, who uh, will be lucky to stay up this season, um, yeah. is just inexcusable, to say the least. I mean, uh, I don't know that I've ever seen a more, like, incomplete performance. And I guess, I mean, I guess we should talk about this, too. It started off on the wrong foot um, whenever, in the second minute, when uh, Brighton put in a cross, Lloris fails to deal with it. It comes to Mopé. He scores. Lloris falls and effectively snaps his arm in half um, as he tries to catch himself, which it was nasty to see, and... I mean he was in a lot of pain going down the tunnel even you could you could like hear him screaming um in pain uh and not to make excuses for the Spurs squad because there are absolutely zero but they were very demoralized by that which I mean is understandable I mean your club captain starting goalkeeper and probably friend for a lot of them picking up a nasty injury like that is never good to see so um
1: mm-hmm.
2: Did you ever find did you find out about Z?
0: Um I can't see anything, okay. so I'm going to say no. Okay. Maybe, maybe he did, I'm not sure. I hope he did.
2: So, yeah, I just, I don't even know where to go anymore with this Spurs squad. I think a lot of people had been calling out for Eric Dyer to come back into the squad to shore up the midfield. Um, he did, and he looked terrible. I th- he was the worst Spurs player on the day. He got pulled off at halftime. Uh, no, actually he didn't. And Dumbly got pulled off at halftime for Winks which I actually thought was a good change. Winks looked positive. I mean, as positive as you could look in this team. But some of these players, Erickson, Lamella, Aldevarald and vertongen I I have never seen professional athletes be lazier in the middle of it, like in in a game than they were. And it's just ridiculous. I mean, you could say for Ericsson and Yen and Toby that they want out or that they're done at the club. Lamella, I don't know. I genuinely just don't. Um, and I guess we should continue to have the Pochettino conversation. I'm still firmly in the Pochettino in camp because I think this issue lies on the shoulders of the players. Um, and in a world where the manager always bites the bullet, I think it would be nice to see the players bite the bullet for once. And I, <laughs> Because there are the core of the team that cares, we could still keep. I mean, Kane, Son. Lucas, the likes of them, Winks, and Ndombele, they all showed that they care, and they all at least worked in this game. Um, There are a few others as well, but frankly, the rest of them, uh, just inexcusable. Absolutely inexcusable. That's really the only word I can use to describe this performance, is that it's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, my kind of thoughts on it is, like, I kind of think the blame falls both ways with manager and players. Um, it's easier to compare what's going on at Tottenham right now to what happened to Arsenal um in the in the dying years of i won't say dying because he's old he's not dead in the final years of <laughs> Arsene Wenger's management um with people like Alexis Sanchez um bad attitudes in the dressing room obviously they got to go but it's it's it is up to the manager in some sense to to get all the players to to do their to do their part and play so and and what happened to us is uh, Alexis Sanchez got offloaded and Wenger um, left. So I say left, but contract was terminated. Right. But, uh, yeah, I kind of think it falls both ways. I still, I still do think Posh deserves to the end of the season. Although, if Y'all's form continues like it has been, that might change.
2: If we're not in the top six by Christmas, I think he's got to go.
0: Yeah, because we're you like ninth right now, right? Yeah,
2: but I mean, it's still early doors. I think one win and a couple of results the other way would see us move up to fourth. Yeah. yeah. Um, but
0: I think it is a little it is a little worrying, though.
2: Oh no, it, it definitely is. I like we we are officially in full on panic mode. Like,
0: especially like, I, like normally I would say like, yeah, you should offload the bad attitudes in the dressing room, but I think in this scenario. There's so many players that seem like they just don't care that I think it might be up to a new manager to try and get them back on board instead of getting rid of all of them.
2: Maybe so, maybe so. And honestly, yeah. I mean, it's just... Pochettino changed the tactics in this game, like, four times. In, like, ten minutes in, he swapped swapped the wingers. Um, Then that didn't work. So 20 minutes in, he changed to he moved Sun up top and changed to like a wide diamond and that didn't work. So then at halftime, he brought on Winks and changed the formation again um, and that didn't work. And then after that, he brought on Lucas Moura to add to the attacking options. And that actually did work a little bit. I think Lucas, Lucas provided a lot. Um, Matthew Ryan probably won't get talked about much in this game because of how bad Spurs were, but Matthew Ryan made a couple of key saves um, towards the end and Harry Kane missed a guilt edged chance. I saw um, that in the, in the highlights. And I mean, granted, it wouldn't have gotten us anywhere because it was in the 86th or 87th minute. But still, I mean, you've got to put that away. Either way, it doesn't matter if you're losing; you still have to put that away, at least for your dignity. Um, yeah. So that just <laughs> that just made it even worse.
0: I would say that something that I thought was a positive from this game. I actually thought Gazaniga had a pretty good game. I don't. I don't really think any of the goals. Post Lloris was uh, his fault. Um, I think it was largely the defense being lazy and not caring. But it
2: absolutely was. Yeah, all the looked terrible in this. He got I,
0: I, as as bad as it is to say, like Larice's injury. I think could possibly turn into something positive because, as of right now, since like 2016, Lloris is the leading. Um, I saw that player in the prem with the uh, most errors leading to goals. Uh, tied with somebody else. I can't remember. No,
2: who. he surpassed. This goal surpassed Asmir Begovic. Um, but, uh, so. yeah, and
0: I, I've always, I, in recent times, I've thought Gazanika was better in general. Like, Boris is a good shot stopper, but he does make so many errors that it almost cancels out. So, no, that's I, absolutely I, I,
2: correct. Gazanika,
0: <laughs> I think his distribu- distribution is way better, and I think he's also um, just generally a more consistent player. Mm-hmm. So I, I think this could turn into something positive.
2: I've always advocated for um, Ga or not advocated for him, but I've been a supporter of Gazaniga as much as he's played because every time he's played, really, obviously he doesn't get much of a consistent run of games, but he plays really well um, when he does play. I think there was a while where he, he hadn't lost a game when he was playing for Spurs. I think Palace in yeah. the FA Cup is what broke that. Um, but, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him. Laris is supposed to be out of training until March, um, because Ooh. he has severe uh, ligament damage in his elbow. He'll probably
0: just miss the whole season. After the then. yeah, because by the time cause by the time he's back, he's still doing like rehab.
2: I mean, unless unless Gazaniga just has a shocker, which not match fit. So. I guess in which case we might just buy someone in the in January. Although yeah, that's true. goalkeepers. Moving in January is not generally a thing that happens because it's so difficult to replace them. Yeah. So I we basically just have to put all of our cards in the Gazaniga pile. Yeah, I
0: suspect that he's gonna be the number one choice for the rest of the season. To be honest. Yeah, oh, but we don't have anyone else. I mean, we have Alfie that. <laughs> <laughs> <Who>, exactly,
2: <laughs> who who has never made an appearance for the club in any competition. So, yeah. Um, hopefully, Gazanika doesn't get injured too, because then we will be in trouble. Um, but yeah, like you say, his distribution is good, so I'm looking forward to a goalkeeper who can actually play football. Uh, <laughs> but
0: it's it's something really great. Yeah, I can tell you from first-hand experience that that move up in step is so refreshing. Yeah, to see someone who won't pass it into your own net is really really something else.
2: I mean, yeah, it is really like bare minimum for a goalkeeper. I will say he's not quite as um, biblical with his saves as Lurice is, but um, he has made a few good saves. I think the the only wonder save I can remember him making was the one on Ramsey in the Carabao Cup a, uh, a couple of years ago or last season. Oh I yeah, guess, yeah. That at was the near post, yeah. I remember, I remember that wonder save. But yeah. So anyway, I've I've waxed rhapsodic far too long about this, and I'm gonna not... Oh, I guess it's worth mentioning um, Connolly, the young Irish teenager with two goals in this game, on his Premier League full debut. Uh, So, congrats to him, and he really looks one for the future. Uh, Mm -hmm. I thought he played really
0: well. Yeah, his second goal was especially good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, And his first goal was almost very good, too, because he did that, like, backheel flick thing Mm -hmm. with saved, and then it kind of spilled out to him, but, yeah... So moving on from garbage f c as quickly <laughs> as possible stinky f c <laughs> stinky f c
1: <Thank> um,
0: <laughs>
1: all right um Burnley with a one nil win over everton, and um nothing seems to be going right for everton at the moment um the goal came from a corner, obviously, because that's how Burnley only score goals.
0: That's also how Everton always concede. Yeah.
1: That is very true. But it came, I think it was, um, Hen- was it Hendrick?
0: Jeff Hendrick, yeah. A great yeah. goal.
1: It was yeah. a good goal. And But, um, you know, Everton, they just keep collapsing. And I think James Coleman got sent off too.
2: It did, yeah. yeah. They and, find themselves um, in the relegation zone right now, by the way.
1: Yeah. So, um, Wolf, how do you think about uh, not going to Everton, huh? So to a top six, because he's at a top six club now. Yeah, <laughs> he
2: is. That is true. <laughs> um,
1: but um, I yeah,
2: think... I I would be looking out for a Marco Silva sack soon.
1: Yeah, that uh, seems on the cards.
2: They they have really looked shambolic this season.
1: Uh, yeah. I don't
2: I don't really know what went wrong for them.
1: Like the the weird the weird thing is that they always spend a lot in the window, but like, and it they, never goes never... to plan. Yeah, it it just seems like they just it's like FIFA. They'll just buy people, but like you know, it, it might not even be like without like consideration. They'll just be like, oh, I mean, they
0: they paid forty million for a Wobi.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, he's been okay for them. I mean,
0: I love a Wobi, but man, million. He's Wobie actually
2: been one mind. of their better players, to be fair. But even with that, but yeah, forty million. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, just Everton shocking. Shocking from them. Burnley, mm-hmm. though, quietly rolling on, by the way. Um, yeah. They're in seventh. Doing well. I think really last season... Reminiscent of uh,
0: two seasons ago.
2: Yeah, last season they There's really got number. thrown off by the Europa League campaign. I think that really shook them down to the ground. And now they're back to regular form. And to be honest, they have been playing some decent football. I think yeah. they aren't
0: sort of the sit-back houses that they normally are. Uh, yeah, no. when we played against them and they were like pressing us, that's when I kind of got the feeling that maybe they were trying some some different stuff. So mm-hmm. it's definitely more fun to watch. Yeah, for sure.
1: They kind of remind me of Bournemouth because like they don't have like the most glorified squad, but like they still work hard together. Yeah, yeah. Excellent.
0: Alrighty, so now we move on to the Liverpool Leicester game. Um, Liverpool scraping away a win in the last minute <sighs> with a. With a penalty that I mean, is it? I mean, I think it goes either way for me personally. But um, I think
1: I think you're supposed to give that, but it looks so weak. Yeah, it was
0: very. It was a very soft penalty, and I think I think the commentators summed it up perfectly. If the ref calls it a penalty, VAR can't say no because it's not clear and obvious. If the ref doesn't call it a penalty, VAR can't say it is a penalty. Like it's literally up to the ref in that situation. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I probably would have given it if I were in that situation. I, I think I would
0: have as well, but it was definitely soft.
2: And it is definitely, it's unfortunate for Leicester for sure, um, obviously it being in the 95th minute and, and whatnot. And Leicester, by the way, did show um, really quality football in this game. Uh no. Madison getting on the score sheet in the 80th minute, which really, I mean, you would you would have thought that would have been the equalizer. I thought it was. But Liverpool went on to win and continue their perfect record. So that's championship form, though. That's what you got to do sometimes. And they're eight mm-hmm. points clear at the top of the table. Well, which, be I mean, we'll see how it stands at Christmas because they're the only team that's managed to blast a ten-point lead at Christmas three times. So <laughs>
1: yeah. doesn't help that uh, another contender is dropping points that we'll talk about later. Yeah,
2: but. certainly. We're coming for him. It's our year. (laughs) uh, To be fair, Arsenal are relatively (laughs) well positioned to finish second.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm just saying. If Man City don't want it, we'll take it. (laughs) Good so. Yeah, it's a very good 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 evening.
2: evening. Uh, so moving past that to one of the eye-catching scorelines of the weekend for sure, Villa catching a five-one win over Norwich away from home. Which, well, I mean, Norwich. Yeah. What is happening at Norwich City? Uh, yeah, but, he, Ethan could
0: have been right with his relegation prediction. Very yeah, well, I mean, could have been. Look, they do not look good right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's so goofy because like you're like, oh, we beat Man City, but like drop, You drop a clanger to Aston Villa.
2: Yeah. Um. The, Similar to uh last week, they uh Michael McGovern made the start today. And you know what? I actually thought he played pretty well. <laughs> yeah, he, Despite he conceding made... five goals.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but um he, he definitely saved the uh decent penalty from Wesley that he was trying to convert his first half hat trick, but
2: Yeah, it could've easily been six one.
1: He had a Benteke style penalty and just like nonchalantly try to put it in the corner, but you read it like a child's book.
2: Yeah, so uh and I actually thought his positional play was pretty well. Uh or pretty good I should say. Ooh, so, uh McGovern. Oh okay. They're so talking about Wesley. Not well yeah, Wesley's as well, to be fair. Yeah, although another example of defenses melting down, I mean Norwich the second Wesley goal there were five Norwich players in the box and only Wesley. And <laughs> yeah, then the
1: ball found really... him.
0: It seems like the goals that Wesley scored one of these against us too. Like he, he'll just stand there. Yeah, the ball yeah. will just go to him, and he just like <laughs> literally breathes on it.
2: I mean, I guess that's the that's the poacher's way.
0: So yeah, but I mean, it, it works.
1: Yeah, he's got a gravitational force.
0: He does for real. Because he'll just stand there. I mean, he is it, he it, is it very like, large. Yeah, it,
1: it's so goofy after he scores too, because he just walks away like nothing happened. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: well, I think he thought it was offside. To be fair. Um, oh well. But uh, oh, by the way, great goal from Douglas Luiz.
1: Yeah, he scored a... Smash didn't he score like, one like that before?
2: He scored yeah. against uh, who was that against?
1: I think it was. Uh, uh, it was. It Sheffield? was like their
0: opening second game. Yeah, no, um, West Ham or something. It was somebody. Quickly, I don't know. De Bruyne didn't play, so he he got subbed off for Douglas Douglas Louise in my fantasy, which was didn't matter anyway because I lost. But yeah, Yeah.
2: Um, and then Norwich's goal in the 87th really just consolation, and it was a poor mistake from miscommunication from Tyrone Mings and Tom Heaton. Tyrone Mings continues to be an excellent defender. He is in the way of everything. The man is mm-hmm. everywhere. I mean, he's like he's discount discount Virgil van Dyke. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't right. be surprised if uh, a bigger team picks him up in the summer because he's young and he's English and he's a great center back. So
0: Come to Arsenal.
2: <laughs> <I'd take laughs>
0: Come him to we I'd take him at Actually, Spurs. we have, have Saliba coming in, so I'm going right. to be a little rude.
2: I'd take him in, in Spurs in a heartbeat because he's – he shows graft, which is better than anyone on the Spurs' back line can say. So, anyway, <laughs> moving on.
0: All right, so next is Watford continuing to be um, Garbo and drawing nil-nil the Sheffield. So, yeah, about about what you'd expect. I think I predicted this to be nil-nil.
2: You did not. You said Sheffield would win 2-0. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> None of us got any points on this. Uh we all predicted I should
0: have predicted this to be nil no, because no, these yeah. these, two, these two teams man I we mean Sheffield feel obviously better than Watford. Yeah man. Snooze snooze game. Thank you
1: to the people for watching this game. I feel bad for them.
0: Yeah, certainly.
2: So Yeah, that's that is literally all we have to talk about on that because
1: yeah, Watford no without a Premier this-
2: League win again. Uh, Are they really? They, yeah, they, so they haven't won. You know what though? Their next game is Spurs, and uh, uh, seven-two incoming. Yeah, or just <laughs> Watford win incoming. More importantly, so yeah. That's, you know, I'm trying try not to let game. my Spurs salt. Oh, trying like. not to cry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna gonna cry. It's like <laughs> gonna hit your pants, maybe.
2: <laughs> it's like. Expunging all of my salt at Spurs is coming out in all of this, all of these match reviews somehow. Somehow or another, I'll connect it back, but yeah.
0: What happens? That was me after the Watford game.
1: Yeah. After
0: the Arsenal one.
2: (laughs) At least you lot recovered.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. All right. Moving on to the mighty Crystal Palace. Beating Westus. Yes, up the boys. Beating West Ham 2-1 thanks to a late VAR decision to give Jordan IU's goal. About and as then, close as you can get, by the way. Yeah, that was, was really like close. the reverse sun. There yeah. it is
2: again. My first Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm not doing this on purpose.
0: IU was literally... The first one was like millimeters onside. And then IU, yeah. I think, was on the line. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. But um, Yeah, we... Um, it was... I feel like the... We at least deserved a draw, but like I feel like West Ham would wish they'd come away with a win because they had some chances to pull through and win. But we just have a good goalkeeper, good Spanish lad. Mm. But um, that big penalty
2: from Van Anhalt as well.
1: Yeah, that I was <laughs> it was so funny because I had looked at Twitter and we all all the Palace fans thought he was going to sky it. So I was getting that feeling when he was. Running up, But he actually took it coolly, so I think we don't give him enough credit. He, his defending can be better still, but he still uh, scores the goals. But um, Milvojevic was not playing this game. He had his fifth yellow card, so he was out for the game. But McCarthy came in, and he looked all right. I was hoping Max Meyer would come on. But Townsend came on, and he instantly made an impact. So maybe he'll start soon.
0: Yeah, that, that initial ball to start that move was uh, excellent.
1: I, I actually didn't think that's what he was going to do. I thought he was just going to put it back in the middle, but he actually, that was, that was a decent idea. So, yep. Surprising to be sixth, especially during our preseason. I thought we were going to get relegated <laughs> because we also didn't sign anyone that good. But IU and Cahill turning out to be amazing signings,
0: encouraging signs.
1: Encouraging signs indeed.
0: All right, moving on to another team that I thought was going to get relegated, and I'm surprised how high they are, Arsenal. <laughs> you um, thought
2: they were going to get relegated. <laughs> I'm
0: just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, getting a 1-0 win um, against Bournemouth. Keeping another clean sheet. So. Let's <laughs> go. But that takes us up to third. Um, two points behind City, I believe. A no, one. So, one point. Epic. Yeah. yeah. First half. Um, first half, we looked really good. I was. I thought we were playing really attractive football in the first half. I was really happy with things were going. Um, the midfield we had, I was. I was. I was pretty happy across the board. I thought the defense. The defense played well the whole game. Um, the midfield, I think, is what we should have is a creative player, Ginduzi, and then either Jaka or Willick, um, or Torreira. You've been in preaching Indiana. that sermon for the whole season. Yeah, for real. So finally happened. Um, and then uh, front three of Sokka and Abba and Pepe. So, yeah, Pete. first season I thought we were playing – yeah, Pete. <laughs> I thought we played attractive football in the first half. Second half was kind of a stinker. Um, I don't really know what happened. I thought the defense played well in the second half still. Um, midfield, Sabayas um, didn't look too great um, creative-wise in the second half. I don't, I'm not really sure what happened. Um, and yeah because of that the attack wasn't getting a whole lot of a lot of service pepe um had a couple moves where he showed showed what he was capable of i'm really excited uh, for him to get adjusted cuz he's he's showing flashes of his uh 72 million price tag so yeah i was i was happy with the things i was happy with the way things went a little disappointing in the second half but we got the job done and we're up in third
2: yeah, it's one of those grindy performances that sometimes you get over the course of the season, uh, yeah, which obviously I think if if you had said it'd be 1-0 before the game, you probably would have taken that, right? So, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, a win's a win.
2: Yeah. I guess we should mention David Luiz getting his first goal for Arsenal. Yeah. Um, with very a wacky goal. header is the best way I can describe it. But very Yeah. So good to see there for David Yeah, Luiz. I think
0: attacking-wise, I think we – I'm excited for holding to come back into the team, but I think um, the two fullbacks, Tierney and Bellerin are going to improve us attacking wise as well as well as defense because I mean Chambers he's been playing great. Um, I love the guy, but he he is still a center back/ slash CDM so he doesn't got quite the pace. Uh, some of his cross is a little strange, but I mean he's been putting in the graft. and I've been impressed but yeah I'm, I'm largely think some of our issues will be solved when those two return.
2: Right, and I think this international break is probably well timed for Arsenal uh, because they'll yeah. be able to come back in and slot in uh, very nicely. So
0: yeah, I think I think all the boys will be back, including uh, Lacazette. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think he'll improve us a lot too. Does a lot behind the scenes.
2: So Arsenal will be back, I guess, to full fitness. Right? Is there anyone that's missing? Uh,
0: no, that's that's everybody. I think. Yeah,
2: that's good to see. Obviously, you never want to see players out. Missing time through injury, so um, good to see. I guess the only player that will probably be ruining the return of Lacazette is Bukayo Saka. Uh, yeah. Because he'll probably drop to the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, but could be a super sub, could be a good option. So Yeah,
0: I think he'll also feature a lot in the Europe League this season.
2: Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, Yeah. Moving on to what is probably the biggest headline of the weekend, um, among others, is Man City losing their second game. And, again, it's to a team outside of the top six. And this time it's Wolves, who have quietly been turning their season around a little bit, I think. Um, mm-hmm. They picked up a... Two, two wins in a row. Yeah, and, uh, and the Europa League three well. wins in a row. Yeah. So, yeah, two goals from Adama Traore, both on the break. I mean, they were almost both identical the goals. The same goal? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... Very, I mean, specialized Adama Traore goal, just tearing away from the defense. Absolute pace and strength. Um, Yeah. So, man of the match performance from him. He is a game changer, though. Every time he's come on for Wolves, he's looked... I mean, he's made a difference. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, he's not the best at passing, but his dribbling and, like, physicality is just next level for them. uh, Yeah, I think what he was missing a
0: little bit um, last season, at least, was was the finishing touch. Mm -hmm. But... um, this season, he's, hes I think he's been working hard, and uh, this this game in particular, he looked clinical.
2: The second goal was cheeky, by the way. The the near post like, curler to the bottom corner. Yeah, it was not a not an easy finish. So, uh, yeah, very nicely done to Adama Traore, and nicely done to Wolves. I think, City probably need to sort out their center back situation as quickly as possible. Yeah, uh, I don't
0: know why Autumn back in the team.
2: Well, Laporte is going to be out until the end of the season, I think. Oh, uh, wait, what happened? Uh, he had a, a ACL, was it, or Achilles? He, when did when did that happen? It happened, a f- it's been a while now, I think. Like, since before the Norwich game. He, wow, I'm a dummy. Laporte out for September 13th, yeah. Uh,
0: I don't even remember that happening. Out for over well, that, that six months.
2: Sense. Yeah, um... Oh, he tore his LCL. So, hmm. yeah, not good for him. Yeah, so Otamendi is pretty much their preferred option, I think, unless he wants to slot in Fernandinho at center back, which actually did happen uh, briefly in this game. Uh, And then John Stones, obviously, is still in the team, um, for better or for worse. Probably for worse in most instances. John Stones is such a strange player because he's so good on the ball, but he's so mistake-prone Yeah, at every opportunity, essentially, so... Yeah, let's see. Um, yeah, Fernandinho did start this game as center back with Mendy. Uh and well, while he finished the game as center back, too. <laughs> so, is John Stones injured as well? He wasn't in the squad. Um, He might be, actually. They have no center backs on their bench. In fact, they only have one true center back in the squad at all. That's Otamendi. Mendy. Wow. Then probably. Yeah, so, yeah, concerning, certainly, for City in that regard. They will definitely look to invest in January. I can imagine. So hey, McGuire, <laughs> that'd be strange, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Especially since he's been bad. Yeah. 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 So.
1: All right. So Chelsea continuing their good form of recent against Southampton with a four-one win. Um, goals coming from Abraham Mount. Um. I forgot the third goal scorer, and then Batshuayi at the end. Who you scored their third goal? Uh
2: really good. Oh, brilliant. yeah, that's right. He's actually quietly had a really good run of form.
1: Yeah, he has been doing a lot better. But um, good to see uh, Batshuayi back in the squad. I was hoping he'd come to Palace, but I'm just glad to see he's doing well.
0: Captain America getting a little cheeky assist in that game, too. Yeah, you know, definitely.
1: Saw a lot of speculation around that as he wanted to get more opportunities, but he got his... Well, when he you when
0: you're cost, what, like $50 million and you're a bench player, that's, that's yeah. not nice. So he's going to be looking. He's going to be hungry. Definitely. Certainly.
1: Ah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just a nice little breather there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Moving on to my favorite... Oh, my second favorite fixture of the... My... Third favorite fixture of the week. No, second. <laughs> I think my, my favorite fixtures of the weekend would be Spurs, Rub Arsenal, it in, then, why don't you? I mean, uh, Spurs, Man U, and then Arsenal, honestly. I think I value Yell's losses more than our win.
1: Hey, uh, there's not, there's anyway, our love. Yeah, Anyway. No,
0: yeah, I love you. I love you. Palace's <laughs> anyway, fixture was my favorite this week, Ethan.
1: <laughs> thank you. I appreciate the love. And
0: that was my uh, fourth favorite. Why not third? Because Arsenal. <laughs>
1: Why not say it?
0: Because, man, you broke.
1: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> anyway, Stinky.
0: Newcastle coming away. <laughs> Newcastle, Newcastle coming away with a 1 0 win from a cracking goal from uh, Longstaff? Yeah, Longstaff. Longstaff. Uh, Longstaff? Yeah, Maddie
2: Longstaff. Both Longstaff brothers starting in this game. So
0: crazy no, to see. Yeah. Yeah, men, you uh, are terrible. That's pretty much what i got to say. <laughs> yes. Uh, Solskjaer, he's going to be gone soon. I can guarantee you.
2: I'll be honest. I was surprised he didn't um, get <laughs> sacked after this game.
1: <laughs> Ole oh, took the wheel off the bus. <laughs> they
0: play Liverpool next, too. Yeah,
2: they're going to get waxed off Liverpool as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, he might be gone by the end of the Liverpool game. They're going to sack yeah. him mid-fixture. It's yeah. going to be, after the 12th Liverpool goal, they're just going to sack him. Bro, in all of
0: his <laughs> interviews, he literally looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, I, I heard one of the darkest bits of commentary that I've heard for so long watching this game. Um, the, I think it was John Champion. He said, uh, we're literally watching Ole Gunnar Solskjaer age before our eyes. He once was the baby faced assassin and now he's a gray old man. <laughs> I was like, oh my.
0: <laughs> he does. He's slowly turning from Smeagol into Gollum.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Ugh. Well, no, I, um, I, I saw a, something hilarious and it was Rio Ferdinand on a sports talk show and he was talking about how he wanted to. This was last season when they hired him uh, for a little bit, but he it was basically. He was like, "Give Ollie a check and let him write whatever, and hire this man." And then <laughs> they he said, not won a
2: game since then or something, right?"
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. God. And then he said, "Ollie's at the wheel," and then it just came up that they haven't won again. <laughs> That's so goofy. Uh,
2: Rio Ferdinand, great footballer, not very smart. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: But I guess you don't have to be. No. So. Yeah, Worrying Signs I for Man United. I'd
1: love
2: to see it. Um, worrying Signs for Man City. Worrying Signs for Spurs. would love
0: to see it. Love, love. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> so. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm done. Moving I'm done. on as quickly as possible from this, sh- like, shite of a league um, <laughs> to good. the quiz. <laughs> or should I say quizzes? Because it's oh? it's sort of a mini quiz week. We've got... Uh, five mini quizzes. Holy! That are well, okay. They're all sort of. It's all sort of the same quiz. Basically, I've got five countries here, and you hmm. lot are gonna name the top five scorers in the Premier League of those countries. Ooh! So. We'll start with what is probably the easiest one, um, and that is France. So. Thierry Henry. Yes, he is first with 176 goals.
1: This is top five? Yeah. Okay. Um, let me think. Uh, Giroud?
2: Giroud is number four with 78 goals. Baby. One of these, <laughs> one of these I don't think you guys will get because I'm not sure if you've heard of him. In fact, I need to look and see who he even played for. <laughs> <laughs> His name bears um. a serious resemblance to Wilfred Zaha, though I will say that.
1: Oh, it, it's, it's Saha.
2: <laughs> it is, yeah, it is Saha. It's Lewis Saha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with, he has No. It is Louis Saha. He is third with 84 goals. Um, oh, he played, just, for, it, he played for Spurs for 10 games. Didn't know that. Games. Interesting. Um, he made his name at Fulham. Excellent.
1: So, I remember him from Man U. Did he play for Man U? He at did all?
2: play. Yeah, he played for four seasons. Yeah. Didn't didn't quite reach the heights that he reached at Fulham, but um, he did play for them. So, yeah. Uh, you've got two more. You're missing number two and number five. Number two is someone that you lot infamously miss <laughs> every single time we have him on a quiz. Played for Chelsea and Arsenal.
1: Oh, <laughs> I can't believe you lost
2: missing him again. And you're always what? upset. You're always so upset when you miss him as well. Like, okay, Bruh. number five is a Man United legend who's famous for like ninja kicking a fan. Uh, Cantona. Eric Cantona. Yeah.
1: I uh, remember that because he he that was against a Palace fan. Was it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's. I don't really like to talk. I mean, because that I think that that fan. And died like after that. Oh, not, did he really? Not, not because of that, but oh. like he had a complication. Like I'm with surprised
2: Cantona didn't like go to jail. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, but no, but
2: yeah, 70 goals for Eric Cantona. He's fifth. Um,
0: Why am I a dummy? A, I miss this every time.
2: You're gonna be so so upset when I tell you who it is as well. Um, no, you're not gonna tell me who it is
0: because I'm gonna guess it. Okay. Um, and um, in a little bit.
2: <laughs> we'll come. We'll come back to it. We'll save it for the end, um, and let you brew on that one a little bit. Uh, we're going to move on to Belgium.
1: Belgium. Uh, hazard.
2: Yeah, Hazard number two with eighty-five goals. De Bruyne. He is actually number seven. He's not quite in there yet. Lukaku. Lukaku number one with one hundred and thirteen goals.
1: Um. So we got the first two. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Riki.
2: No, although
1: <laughs> Oh Lord.
2: Maybe not far away. The lowest the lowest player on this list only has twenty nine goals. Benteke oh, is number three.
1: I, I was about to say that.
2: With seventy goals to his name, Benteke. Um uh, surprising he bad. can't freaking contribute anymore. The fourth player on this list is a bit of a meme. Uh I believe he's currently playing his trade in China.
1: Oh yeah. Um Uh,
2: Marwan Fellaini with 37 goals. And the last Mm -hmm. one I'd be surprised if you get, I think we had a wiki file over him over the summer. Uh, Played for Everton as recently as last season. Um, Or at least he was Uh, contracted to Everton as recently as last season. Morales. Uh, Morales. Kevin Kevin Morales, yeah. Uh, yeah. Big brain. He was. He was contracted to Everton in 2019. Bizarre.
1: Uh, is he at um is he at like underlect right now?
2: Uh Antwerp. Royal Antwerp. Antwerp. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I knew he's over there.
2: He has not made an appearance for them yet.
1: <laughs> yeah. wow. So The bench warmer.
2: Indeed. Serious downturn in form for Kevin Morales. Yeah, he's fifth on this list with twenty nine goals. Uh now moving on to another interesting one, which is the Netherlands.
1: Uh Van Nistelrooy.
2: Rude Van Nistelrooy at number three with ninety five goals. Van Persie. Van Persie at number one with 144 goals. Burkham. Yeah. Ethan's rattling him off. Number You're four right. with 87 goals. <laughs> uh, and the next two... Okay, this second one, we've had him on a quiz before as well. He's in the Premier League 100 club. Um, and we commented that his name kind of sounds like a 70s rocker. And it doesn't 70s sound... what? Like a 70s rocker. Like... It doesn't sound Dutch at all. Huh. Man United legend. Um, actually, I may have just mugged myself off. I thought he was a Man United legend. I'm like ninety percent sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's Nelka. No- yes, Nicholas Nelka. In um, obviously not for Netherlands. He was the number two for France. <laughs> God. Um, 126 I, I you were gonna be so mad if you didn't get that
0: I've missed that like three
2: times
1: <laughs> um, your screech cut out and then you I have
2: mugged myself off this player never played for United he's a Chelsea legend oops oops, oops. Um, he also played for Leeds and Cardiff and Charlton and Middlesbrough um. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll just go ahead and tell you the last two, because I think number two on this list is Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank um, yeah, I don't know with 129. Is. And then the fifth one is a Liverpool winger. Um, he played for them when they first won the Champions – or not when they first won, but when they won the – as it was known as the Champions League. Um, um, His name is spelled very strangely for what it uh, would be pronounced.
1: Uh, Arnarissa? No. No.
2: No. Uh I'll just go ahead and tell you. You may not have even heard of him. Dirk Kout. Um spelled I K- him, but... K-U-Y-T. Uh, I was trying
1: to think of some Liverpool greats. Oh yeah,
2: I've, I've heard of him. Yeah, Dirk Kout with 51 goals. I have
0: heard of him because of the uh, ultimate team.
2: Yeah, he used to, to play or guy. he played for um Feyenoord after that for a long time. And he was uh, actually he may still be there to be fair. I don't know. Let's see. Oh. Dirk Kout.
0: No, he's I retired. An I- yeah, I think he has an icon card.
2: Um, oh, so he played for Feyenoord, and then he made a, he made an excellent transfer to Quick Boys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he finished his career with three appearances for Quick Boys, uh, which real, is excellent.
1: Real quick, real quick uh, in uh, Steven Gerrard's, interview before the young boys game he, he mentions how they can hurt young boys
2: i saw that i saw that <laughs> the, the rangers that was the europa league They right? can rangers, hurt young, young boys.
1: boys yeah yeah I'm poor, sure poor <laughs> choice
2: of words from stevie g <laughs> he
1: probably he had to think like what the heck did i just say after that sure.
2: oh man yeah that's what he'd like to have back Yeah, so that's the Netherlands rounded out. Now, the only non-European country on this uh, contingent, and that is Argentina. Now, some of these are a bit tricky, but I think you might be able to get them with some prompting. You better get number one, because if you don't, I mean... Aguero. Yeah. Sergio Aguero with 172
1: goals. Um... Argentina.
2: One of these players is currently still playing in the Premier League. Lamella? No, although he is number six.
1: Oh, that's close.
2: He does not play for a top six side, however.
1: Ooh. And he plays right now.
2: Yes, he does. Last season, he was injured for the vast majority of the season. Lanzini. Manuel Lanzini with 20 goals. Yeah. Um, he's actually, he's actually joint third, uh, Higuain. Uh, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) It was like
0: 23. So I was like, maybe it gets really low. Uh,
2: another, so number two on this list is a player who I believe is currently playing for Baca juniors. He, uh, um, famously signed for West Ham. Tevez. Yeah. Carlos Tevez with 84 goals. Uh, number three on this list, well, joint third with Lanzini, is a player who played for Chelsea, um, and I really only know of him because he's a FIFA icon.
1: Oh shoot! I, I think I know. But who you're talking you definitely about.
2: know the name. I think.
1: Well, he- was he a was he a big thing in the like the twenty ten World Cup? Um, uh...
2: I don't.
1: Yes. No, no, no. Um.
2: No. He retired no, from Argentina no. in 2007.
1: I was thinking of a different guy. It was a guy that played for...
2: Oh. Um, this player was famous for his very long hair.
1: His long hair? Yeah. Maybe I am thinking of the right person. I don't know.
2: Um, And then, okay, we'll come back to that in a second. Number five on this list was a player that played for Leicester in the title winning season. Um, oh, Ujoa. Yeah, Leonardo Ujoa with 19 goals to his name. Uh, okay, back to this player. Um, I will just go ahead and tell you. I think Hernan Crespo. Uh, I
1: was, yeah, I wasn't thinking about him, but yeah, I, I, I don't.
2: I haven't heard of him. Okay, fair enough. Um. Okay, and finally, actually, I lied. This is probably the easiest one. Spain. Um. Uh, a lot Diego of these players, Yes, he is third with fifty-two goals.
1: David Silva. Uh,
2: yes, David Silva is. Um, Second with fifty five goals, Cesc Fabregas joint fourth with fifty goals.
1: Hmm.
2: One of these oh, players that. is still playing. Oh, well, aside from David Silva, one of these players is still playing in the Premier League. Hmm. The other one is retired. Spain. The one who's the still yeah, the one who's still playing is uh, a rotation player, and he's coming towards the end of his career. And he is at a top six side. Mm. And he's played for multiple top six sides throughout his career. Um Mata? Yes, Juan Mata. With, oh, nice. uh joint fourth with fifty goals. Good guy, Juan Mata.
1: I got back when we were talking about Argentina, I was thinking about Diego Forlan.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's your he's he is Uruguayan, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he has long hair, so
2: he does, yeah. He kind of Santee. looks like Fernando Crespo.
1: Yeah, and you said icon, and I knew he probably Ooh. was.
2: Santi Gazzola. Oh, Santi. No. Uh, this this you're missing number one. Um, who? He played for two top six sides. He had a reputation at one of them for being very bad, despite being good at another. Um. Oh, Fernando yeah, Torres. Fernando Torres. Yeah. Number one with eighty-five goals, so yeah, that concludes the quiz. Um, that was a good
1: quiz. Good quiz.
2: Admittedly, I'm starting to get strapped for ideas on quizzes.
1: <laughs> yeah. So when there's no theme, it's it gets difficult.
2: Yeah. So hopefully, I will continue to um, formulate I'm ideas.
1: Sure. I'm sure we could get someone else to do it.
2: I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna start passing the buck more often. I think because I'm. Um, very, very uh, deplete of ideas. So, yeah, we're going to hold off on um, previews until next week because we've got the international break coming up. But we do have the results in from last week's predictors. Currently in first place, it is Reese. Um, Reese with eight points and one perfect prediction, which was 2 uh, 1 Liverpool, if I'm not mistaken. Um,
0: That was 2-1 Crystal Palace. Oh, that's
2: right. Yeah, you had the Palace game. You're welcome, Ethan. Thank you. uh, Ethan and I are joint second with seven points. Um, Ethan was the only one of us who had two perfect uh, predictions, though. Uh, (laughs) He had um, 1-0 Arsenal and 2-1 Liverpool down as perfect. Um, I only Mm -hmm. had one perfect, which was 1-0 Arsenal, but I had a lot of uh, correct results. And then Josh... uh, Languishing down in last place, uh, with three points. <laughs> so poor form that's from Josh. Here,
0: well,
2: yeah, uh, shocking knowledge from Josh. Um, so we, I think
1: he just—I think he just likes to go with the upset a lot.
2: He does. Yeah, he has the controversial predictions, but he did predict his own team losing perfectly. So that's where his three <laughs> points came from. Was the two one. Liverpool he got every
0: other game wrong. <laughs>
2: yeah, he predicted the incorrect result for every other single game.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry. That's funny. Sorry, Josh. Um, so, yeah, unfortunate times for Josh. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Slapcast. It's coming to an end now. We're right at the hour mark. Um, we just surpassed. Uh, so, a nice little symmetric episode again. We're sort of averaging out our episode lengths, I think. They, despite what we have to talk about, we always manage to come right at an hour. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Nicely done, gentlemen. Do you have any final remarks?
0: Uh, We're winning
2: the league.
1: Winning
2: the league. Stinky.
1: International break <laughs> is stinky.
2: Inter- yeah, international yeah, break. Although, I think Spurs could do with it, probably, because uh, Lo Celso and Sessignon are set to come back into the team. What? Um at the end of this I think, so I think
1: there's another break like two weeks after the next after we come back. Is there really? I think so. <laughs> that's upsetting. Yeah, that's annoying.
2: Wait, I'm checking on this because if there is, I'm upset.
0: Yeah, this week is my <laughs> fall break, so it's like the first weekend that I'd have like I could watch the game and like chill. Oh, your fall out break and... is already? What? Yeah, it's on Friday.
2: My fall break is uh on the 25th. i I'm
0: staying with Ethan and Coopy for a day. Nice. Yeah. Um,
1: well, really, just me. Cooper will be gone. <laughs> Majority. Yeah, Cooper's gross. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> if
2: he ever guests shout on this podcast, to we're gonna blast him. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. What I the love, heck? I love you, Cooper. There's there's four match days and then another international break.
0: That's weird. That's
2: stinky. Yeah. Um, there's been an international break every month this season: September, October, November. Why? That is That's so, so awful. I guess it's nothing is been going on. I mean Euro qualifiers I guess but these aren't even oh. Euro qualifiers. Yeah. Well well the one in September, I don't know.
1: Stinky. It's
2: garbage whatever it is. Um this week this is going to be a long week for Spurs fans because we have to meditate in our shite. <laughs> and um yeah. I just really hope we don't lose to Watford.
0: <laughs> that is that is the hope. Yeah. Well not for a you I guess. Hope but no it um, was for me a couple
2: weeks ago <laughs> true
1: what if wellbag scores oh no oh.
2: i am officially like that might be the, the straw that i might just <laughs> stop existing <laughs> <laughs> my soul will ethan has seize. spoken it into existence
1: i'm about to, he's like all right i'm about to head out <laughs> i'm I am about
2: to head out and there will not be a podcast that week if wellbags no i'm just kidding um, <laughs> the lap
1: the lapcast <laughs>
2: But, yeah, okay, anyway, enough of our um, absolute noncery here. We will uh, be back next week. Um, we will likely have a guest next week because I think Josh will uh, still be gone unless something drastically changes with his schedule. So hopefully you'll get a new voice um, to serenade your ears and you won't have to listen to us win John quite as much. So either way, gentlemen, thank you for joining me again. It's been a pleasure. And, yeah, that's all. Goodbye from us.